Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. In this episode, we're going to talk about the fundamental basics of being a signing agent. And this is something I've talked about before in the past. In fact, if you go back to episode two, I cover sort of my version of how you can become a signing agent as a notary public. But in an effort to give you guys the the best knowledge, the best resources, and to bring you the the, the professionals in the industry that are helping us notaries become more successful so that we can achieve that goal one day of financial freedom or more time with our family. I have a very special guest today who's going to give us her take on how to become a signing agent as a notary public. Now, before I introduce her, let me just tell you guys how we met. Earlier this year, we were both invited to a thing called the Notary, what was it, Kendra? Notary uh, Virtual Summit, right? Yes. And we both spoke, we were both speakers on there, and we sort of got introduced to each other that way. And since then, we've, we've connected, and now I have her on the show. So let me quickly introduce Kendra to you guys. Kendra Lewis is the founder and owner of Signing Agent Basics, which is a website and a resource to help train and educate notaries on how to become a signing agent, focusing on the fundamentals and the basics. She's been in business for over 15 years as a signing agent, but even longer than that in the industry. And we'll learn all about that as we talk to her. But in the meantime, notary entrepreneurs, help me welcome Miss Kendra Lewis. Welcome to the show, Kendra. Thank you, Abraham. It is good to be here. I'm excited to talk to you and all the other people out there who are interested in being signing agents. Obviously, I've been doing it for so long. I've got a I've got a passion for it. So anytime I get to talk about being a signing agent, I'm all about that. And let's talk about that, because, I mean, you you were in the mortgage. You told me you were in the mortgage industry before you got became a signing agent. What what got you into it? What made you start your career as a signing agent? It happened totally by accident. Okay. It was not my plan. I had no clue what a signing agent was before I became a signing agent. So um, I was in the mortgage uh, mortgage industry from 99 until 2007. I was a mortgage loan officer, a processor, and a processing manager. Long story short, I got frustrated at the job and the, and the bank that I was with because I kept getting passed over for promotions. And uh, I had a friend who lived in Austin. She actually owned her own title company. Mm -hmm. And she had me do a few courtesy closings for her here in San Antonio for clients that she had in this area. So I just, I literally became a notary just as a favor to Mm -hmm. her to meet up with her clients to do these, you know, couple of little signings here and there. And so one day I was talking to her frustrated um, about the opportunities that I wasn't getting in my current job and saying, man, I wish I could do something else. I wish I could be my own boss. And she was like, well, why don't you just do loan signings full time? And I was like deer in the headlights. I'm like, that's a real job. Like <laughs> People people other than you <laughs> will pay me to do this. And she was like, yeah, she's like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And this was, you know, 2007. Sure. And so I did a little bit of research. I, I can't even say I did a lot of research. I did just a little bit of research found out that yes, this was a self-employment opportunity. And I, I don't advise people to do this at home. Okay. But after my tiny little bit of research, I literally just walked into my boss's office and was like, you know what? I think I quit. Not even I think I quit. I quit. Wow. And uh, it was funny because this was, if you guys remember 2007, this was right before the the mortgage crash, before we had all these, these problems. Right. And things were already kind of bubbling up and we kind of knew that issues were coming up. And my boss at the time was like, you're crazy. You're crazy to leave the the security of this regular job to go out into the mortgage industry and and try to be self-employed. But I was like, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I got to go get another job. So I was like, I'm going to go try it. I'm going to go. 
And so I did, I, I started working with signing services and title companies and my signing business um, continued to grow. And this isn't funny, but he actually got fired <laughs> or let go wow. within a few months after, you know, basically telling me that I should stay there for security. So that's how I ended up being a signing agent. Um, I guess I totally by accident did not even know it existed, but I'm, I'm glad that set of circumstances happened for, for it to happen for me. You know, it's interesting when I, when most people I talk to, they never say, Hey, mom and dad, I want to grow up to be a, a notary signing agent. Right. I mean, most people don't even know what a notary is much less realize you can make a career out of this. And so your, your story is very similar. I think it resonates with a lot of people. Now you, this is interesting because you did this, you did do this right when the market crashed. How was that for you? So it worked out great okay, really? <laughs> for me <laughs> because, and, and we've kind of seen this happen again recently because a lot of signing agents were getting out of the business at that time because there were the concerns about the slowdown. And I think for the people who were already in the industry in 2007, the business wasn't coming to them as easily as it was, mm -hmm. and they weren't necessarily willing to make the adjustments that they needed to make to stay in business. So a lot of signing agents were getting out of the business and a lot of signing services and title companies, even though there was not as much business, there's always business. Sure. They still needed someone to complete their signing. So they were on the this hunt for new signing agents to replace the people who were getting out of the industry. So sucked for them, worked out great for me <laughs> because I then, you know, became the 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 go-to signing agent for all of these companies that previously had signing agents that they would have already used. Wow. Now you said you, you, you're seeing this sort of, you, I think you mentioned, you said you're seeing this kind of happening today. What, what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of people became signing agents, you know, right after COVID hit and there was business everywhere, right. right? That's when a lot of people decided they wanted to be signing agents. And during that time, there was so much business because the interest rates were low. Everybody was refinancing. It was insane that you could be a signing agent and not be well-trained. You could be a signing agent and really not even know what the heck you were doing. And there was, you know, still enough business out there for you to get work. Well, mm -hmm. In the last year, we've seen, because we knew those rates weren't going to last forever. Right. We've seen the interest rates go back up. Refinances have slowed down. It's become a little bit more difficult for people to buy homes. So there isn't as much business as there was. And again, that was a historic <laughs> period. Yeah. When people when people got in during that time, I'm like, that's awesome. But just realize this is not normal and it's not going to last forever. So a lot of people who got in during that time and who were used to the easy, you know, there's tons of business out there, tons of people calling you all the time when that slowed down. And now they're realizing, Ooh, I kind of got to know what I'm doing. And I got to go out and market a little bit more. A lot of people didn't get into it for that. They got into it for the quick and easy. So I tell my, you know, people that I talk to all the time, you know, there's people getting out of the business as well, who weren't willing to put the time and energy and dedication into it that it really takes to be in this for the long term. So there's there's still plenty of business out there and there's actually a lot of opportunity because there's spaces opening up that you can step into. Well, let's talk about that because I, I know you you have students that you mentor and you talk with. What what do you would you say is the biggest difference you're noticing as an industry? how things are happening now versus when you got started. And you talked about these opportunities that are starting to pop up for newer notaries or notaries that are, are willing to kind of do what it takes to stay in the industry and succeed. What, what are the differences you're noticing between when you first started and now and the opportunities you're seeing that, that you tell your students and the people you talk with? So probably the biggest difference that I noticed from when I started to now is it used to be a lot more verbal communication between the signing agents and the signing services and title companies back, back in the old days, <laughs> back in the old days, the schedulers from the signing services literally picked up their phone yeah. and they called each individual 
signing agent right. to try to find a signing agent to to complete a signing for them. And so that actually was a great opportunity because it gave you a chance to build relationships with these schedulers. It gave you a chance to kind of show your personality. I'm, I'm the kind of person, you know, when I was working with these signing services and they were calling me, I would tell each scheduler, hey, you know what? My goal is to do three signings a day. So thank you for this one, but you got anything else? Got anything else today? Anything tomorrow, maybe? And, you know, I'd talk to them, tell little jokes, find out about their kids and their pets and that kind of stuff. And so it would turn to the schedulers literally would call me first and it was almost a game. They're like, oh, I got one for you. Does this make three for today? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> wow. So that that was a great opportunity then. Well, as we know now, very few companies actually pick up the phone right. to call you anymore. They send out text messages, they send out emails. And to me, that's a missed opportunity to build a relationship with the with the decision makers, with the people who can who can give you business. Um, so that's that's probably the biggest difference um, that I see. You can still overcome that, but you gotta you gotta be willing to put in a little a little work and effort to do it. And then uh, you were saying opportunities. What are some of the opportunities that people have? Today? Yeah. Well, be be before you jump into that, uh, what, mm -hmm. what would be some ways a notary could overcome those mm -hmm. challenges? So when you do get an assignment from a signing service, yeah. don't be afraid after it's done to call and talk to people. We, we've, we've really gotten into this computer, mm -hmm. social media, you know, era where I think the art of communication, the art of making friends, the art of just talking to people yeah. is kind of being lost. That's actually public speaking and speaking to other people is a big fear that people have. And I see more and more people kind of fearful of just reaching out and talking to people. I tell people all the time, marketing is not fancy. All marketing is, is making friends. Yeah. And then when I tell people that they're like, well, how do you make friends? And I'm like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but seriously, it's, it's an art and it's a skill that we're kind of losing. Right. So, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that people can do really to be successful in this is get your friendship making skills yeah. back on. So if you get an assignment through a text message or through an email, complete the assignment. Obviously you want to be error free. That's always the most important thing. Be error free. That is it. But when you do that and you send that file back in, pick up the phone and call the signing service. Hey, or the title company. Hey, I just wanted to let you know that signing's completed. I was really excited to work with you guys. And again, this is your this is your warm handoff. This is your opportunity to display your personality. Show them what a cool, fun person you are. Because yeah. we all love working with cool, fun people, right? right? So you get to be cool and fun with them. And then, and then they'll remember you. And they'll want to send you more business just because you're such a wonderful person to work with. So, yeah. You know, that's such an interesting idea. And I think doing that now is 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 so is such an op it's much more of an opportunity now than it was back then because mm -hmm. it's so rare. Yep. Yeah, it really exactly. sets you apart from the other people. And I can think of a bunch of different ways where you could communicate with mm -hmm. the people who, as you said, are the decision makers. Maybe send a little thank you card or even and I and I think I think the, what you're saying is the one on one communication is really the key. Really, I think that that makes a lot of sense. I I constantly re recommend this book, and it's one of the books that changed my life. It's probably why I'm doing what I'm doing now. And it's it's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence mm -hmm. People by Dale Carnegie. It's I think, and and unless you have another resource, Kendra, I think that's probably one of the best resources to help you with that skill. Wouldn't you agree? It's a good one. It yeah. absolutely is a good one, and especially if you're not that naturally. I, I don't want to say naturally because I'm not even naturally talkative or naturally <laughs> outgoing. It's a skill, literally. Sure. It is a skill that I've that I've grown over the years. So if you don't feel that you're that skilled in that area, absolutely, that's a great book and a great resource to help you, you know, build that muscle. Yeah. So that you can can get better at it. Great, good, good stuff. Now let's talk about let's go now go back to the original question about the opportunities you're seeing that weren't maybe around when you and I started and that you're seeing now. What, what, what did you mean by those opportunities? So it was more opportunities in in 
other signing agents missing out on making oh. that personal connection. Oh, that's what you So, mean. you know, again, everybody loves to stay behind their computer. Everybody loves to just send emails. Everybody likes to send thank you cards. Nothing wrong with thank you cards. Um, but again, that personal connection is what is going to get you business and keep you with business. So to give an example, um, one of my direct business title companies that I work with, I've worked with them at this point probably for about 10 years. Okay. I don't ever have to worry about them giving business to someone else because I have a personal connection with them. Yeah. Um, I'm not always just asking them for business, but I ask them about themselves. Right. I also take the time to learn what their business is like and, and sympathize and empathize with them. So a lot of signing agents who come in don't realize how difficult the title, uh, if you're in an escrow state, how difficult the escrow officer and the title agent's job is. They're basically the intermediary between everybody and they get blamed for everything. <laughs> title didn't send docs on time. Title didn't do this. Title didn't do that. Da, 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 da. Everybody's always blaming title, even when it's not title's fault. Right? right. And so one of the little things that I do, and I, I've done this for 10 years, when I come in and I talk to the escrow officer, her assistant, I'm like, girl, are these people still giving you a hard time? They have no idea how hard you work. Every time I come in here, I hear somebody fussing at you. I don't know why they fuss at you. You're working so hard. And you know, but it, seriously, and, and think about it. Somebody who understands your point of view, somebody who sympathizes and empathizes with you, and they do a good job. Yeah. Oh, you're you're keeping them around, you know. So I've literally been in the office when other signing agents have walked in and tried to mark, and I just sit there and chuckle because I'm like, Good try, boo. It's not going to happen, but good try, you know, because the relationship that I have with them is, is just too strong. So, yeah. And when it comes to sales and then, you know, sales, sales is a spooky, scary word, but really sales is just the ability to get people to like and trust you. People love doing business with people they like and trust. And so often I get listeners who who will contact me, they'll email me and sometimes I'll, you know, I'll have a conversation with them and, and they say, how do I get direct business? How do I go? How do I get escrow and title offices to give me work? Right. And already they're thinking me, right. How can I get work from them? How can they yeah. give me, 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 me. And I'll tell you one thing, walking in, soliciting business and handing your business card is not going to do it in my opinion. Correct. I talk to escrow and title officers all the time and, and they have a drawer full of notary business cards that come in mm -hmm. almost daily. If you want to get business, and this is, I think, what Kendra's saying, and I completely agree with her, find a way to build a relationship with the people that you're going to want to do business with, whether that's joining a chamber of commerce, do, going to events. And when you meet people who are decision makers, people who are the ones that could potentially give you work, don't start off by saying, hey, oh, oh, your, your title, your escrow, here's my business card. Can I get some work? Mm -hmm. No. What, what do you think would be the better way of, of starting a conversation and, and fostering a relationship with someone like that, Kendra? So I work with my personality. Yeah. And this is something I tell people all the time. Work with your personality. The way I do things may not work for your personality. But let's say I'm at a, a chamber of commerce event or a real estate event or any of those types of things. First of all, we all know why we're here, right? We Correct. all know that at the end of the day, this is a business marketing event. Correct. So to me, I don't even need to start the conversation off with that. So my thing, and again, I don't, gentlemen, you may not be able to do this as a lady. These are some of the things that I do, especially when I'm talking to a female decision maker, escrow officer, whatever. Girl, those <laughs> shoes are amazing. Every woman likes for you to talk about her shoes, talk about her nails, you know, talk about her outfit. Where did you get that outfit from? You know, your makeup is flawless. Where did you get that whatever from? So first of all, it's going to throw them a little off guard. Right. Because everybody there is trying, like you said, is trying to get business from them. I'm approaching you with the, I'm not even thinking about business. I think you're just a cool, awesome individual. Right. So they're all, and again, it's, it needs to be sincere guys. Okay. If that, if I'm not making that clear, it needs to be sincere. You need to genuinely so be, yeah. I'm sincerely finding something about this person that I like, that I find interesting, that, that I think is cool. And I start a conversation about that. And then again, I just think about making friends. 
guess what's going to happen in a couple of minutes? Mm. They're going to tell me who they are. Right. They're going to tell me what they do. They're probably going to ask me what I do, mm-hmm. you know? And then they're going to be like, oh, you know, girl, you're so cool. I, I'm the escrow officer over at such and such title. What do you do? Oh, I'm a notary signing agent. Really? We're all, so again, I, I don't even, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to put it out there necessarily. I'm going to make friends. Yeah. And then I always tell people, friends, your, your sincere friends always want to help you. And your sincere friends always want to give you business. So if you make a friend out of this person, they're automatically going to want to help you. And they're automatically going to want to give you business. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you're right. Uh, being genuinely interested in somebody is is the key. You can't fake this kind of stuff. Right. Uh, but that's good advice. Let me try it, Kendra. You ready? Here we go. <clears throat> Let's go for it. Okay, here we go. Girl. Wait, hold on. Okay, let me try that again. Girl, my wife would love those shoes. How's that? <laughs> but see, you actually just showed me something that a guy could use, right. you know, a married guy. And you mean an escrow So those shoes are amazing. I know my wife would love those. Mm-hmm. Where did you get those shoes from? So seriously, you just taught me something that I can tell the fellas. Hey, that I can tell the hey, guys. You, me, and all the thousands of listeners are <laughs> learning something. What the heck? Uh, I love this. That's all right, awesome. so, so let's let's get into uh, and and I can tell you love this work. I mean, and if I, I'm curious, why do you like being a signing agent so much? I mean, you've been doing it for over 15 years. So honestly, I will tell the truth. I am passionate about being self-employed. Right. Okay. Like that's, that's my biggest thing. I I love not having a regular boss. I love not having a regular schedule. And this is the the vehicle that has allowed that to happen for me. Um, As I also stated, my my whole adult life has been mortgage and real estate Mm -hmm. in one way or another. I graduated college in 98. I started working for a mortgage company in 99 and it's been mortgage and real estate for the past 24 years now. So it's a subject, you know, that I, that I know uh, quite a bit about in, in the areas that I operate in. Um, and to me, it's also amazing. Um, cause I don't think a lot of people really understand how simple, cause this isn't a hard job, but how simple it is to, to be able to reach this type of freedom. I think a lot of people think it's difficult or that it's unreachable for them. Now, I do want to also say, because we do have this six figure, (laughs) everybody thinks all of their problems will go away at $100,000, that that's the (laughs) magical number for happiness. Um, and don't get me wrong, money is important. We all have bills we need to pay. We all have, you know, things that we, you know, need to need to be able to, to handle financially. Right. But I want to say I was not a six-figure signing agent for the majority of my signing agent career, but I was perfectly happy. I paid off a house, I paid off a car, I lived debt-free, making less than six figures. And I was not working a nine to five. I did not have a boss. So you know, I do kind of want to also point out to folks that it's okay if you start doing this and next week you're not making $10,000. It's okay. You know, life is still good. You can still be happy and successful as a signing agent without reaching that magical number. So absolutely. Yeah. And in fact, uh, yeah, Ronnie Mickle and I from, from notary stars are going to be doing a podcast on what it looks like realistically to have a six figure notary business. And for some people it might be a great fit. And for some people it might not be worth all that extra work. Yeah. Uh, it, it, money is a means to an end. It gets you long-term the results you're looking for, whether it's more freedom, whether it's extra vacations with your family, whether it's time to homeschool your daughter, like it was for me. And that was one of my values that, that this business gave me. And and again, like you, I didn't necessarily make six figures throughout my career, but uh, the freedom, that's really where the value came from for me. And so I definitely agree. Now let's just say uh, a newer notary wants to become a signing agent. What, what would you say are some basic sort of, uh, tips or guidelines you can give them as uh, as a way of getting started because we know it's not a hard business but it's not easy either but Mm -hmm. i think getting advice from someone like yourself who's been doing this for a long time may help make it easier so what would you what advice would you give a newer notary and what kind of mistakes do you see a lot of them making that you think could be avoided I got lots of tips. Oh, so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to narrow it down. So first and foremost, we are notary signing agents. Right. So understand what a notary is and understand how important 
the function of a notary is. I remind people all the time, our job as a notary is to help prevent fraud. We do that by verifying a person's identity and requiring personal appearance. The number of notaries and the no number of signing agents who do not know what acceptable identification is in their state blows my mind. I'm like, you're you're missing the very foundation of what we're supposed to do. Right. You're, you're possibly allowing fraud to happen by not understanding what ID you can accept and understanding that just because you may think an ID is acceptable, your state has given you guidelines that you have to follow on what ID is acceptable. So, you know, first and foremost, understand what a notary is and understand the importance of knowing the basics of your notary law. Most importantly, what ID can you accept and that it needs to be personal appearance. appearance. Then switching over some of the first things that you need to know as a signing agent, because again, it's a it adds another layer on top of the, the notary thing right. is, you know, uh, our our main job as a signing agent is honestly to get these documents signed, notarized, dated, initialed, error free. That is literally the most important thing. It ain't to play with cats and dogs and kids. It's not to tell jokes <laughs> and make buddies with people. You know, people think that they can just friendly their way through this. And you may be the nicest, sweetest person in the world. But if the package is all messed up you know, you didn't do your job properly. So so understand that getting these things signed, dated, notarized, initialed properly is the most important thing. And then it helps to be able to give a good description of the documents to the signer. Um, and then be patient. We love, I love these stories. I love the videos where the person says, I got my notary stamp 48 hours ago and now I'm already making a gazillion dollars. You know, those stories are awesome. I'm not discounting any of those stories. You know, it, it's like me saying, I bought a lottery ticket this morning and I became a millionaire this afternoon. Did that happen? Sure, it could. Does that happen for everybody? Probably not, you know, <laughs> so just realize that this is, you know, it is a real business. It's not, I hate the word side hustle. When people call being a signing agent, a side hustle, it drives me crazy right. because that implies some quick magical, you're just going to blink your eyes and make tons of money. I constantly refer to this as a business. You are building your own business and you're doing just that. You're building. It takes time to build things. So don't be upset if it takes you a little bit longer than you think to build this business. And then back to the thing that I was just talking about, be ready to talk to people yeah. and make friends. That will seriously catapult your success as a signing agent. If you're just signing up on SnapDocs and signing up on all these different databases online and you're not you know, willing or able to go out and actually talk to people, you can be successful. It's just going to take longer. Mm -hmm. All it really takes is one or two good contacts to send you business consistently. And you're I get the majority of my business now from two title offices. That's it. And I'm good. And these are contacts that I made, you know, at this point now, years ago, I didn't know back then that those were going to be the magic contacts for me, but I've gotten 10 years worth of business out of them plus. So I don't know if that was just a few things. That was lots of things, but. <laughs> that, that was, uh, I think just barely enough. I wish we could get more, but I think, uh, <laughs> uh I think that's, in, that's good enough for the audience to digest a lot of good stuff, by the way, great stuff. Now, <laughs> You were talking about COVID and you were talking about the things that have shifted and changed. I mean, mm -hmm. when I first got started, I was in 2000, I think. Mm -hmm. We didn't even have cell phones. I think I had a pager mm -hmm. and then they would page me and I would have to go run for a phone and call. And then we didn't have printers back then because you couldn't afford them. So they would mail you documents. I mean, that's mm -hmm. how it used to be, mm -hmm. right? And now yeah. things are just, I mean, Ron and all this stuff. Where do you see our industry notaries in the next five, 10 years, what, what, what do you, what do you, what do you see coming as, as, as the industry changes the way it is? So to me, there's a little difference between just notaries, like general notary work and signing agents. Okay. I can definitely see Ron being bigger for general notary work over these next several years. Okay. 
Mortgage companies are slow to change when it comes to technology. And then this is just my little personal belief. This is not backed up in any necessarily fact or anything like that. Um, But because obviously it is possible to do loan signings online. It's possible to do loan signings using Ron. A lot of companies don't use it though. And my personal belief is it's because ain't nobody sued over it yet. So mortgage companies <laughs> don't necessarily want to put a lot of time and energy and money and have these, you know, billions of dollars in their portfolios based on online notarizations and nobody sued yet. <laughs> because if somebody sues and says, oh, you know, the, they find a way to get a loophole around it, whether mm-hmm. it's correct or not, then these mortgage companies are kind of out. So I think paper is going to hang around longer than people think. For mortgage companies, for okay. for you know, for the sales and refinances and that kind of stuff, I think it's going to stay around longer than people think it will or want it to because paper is tried and true, mm-hmm. and so they're like the mortgage companies are really big on if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They will use the oldest computer systems in the world. They use you know, it takes them forever to make a change. So, um, but for general notary work, I absolutely see online notarization growing more. Um, I think we're going to run into some bumps in the road because, you know, of course, every state has their own, you can do this, you can do that. I'll accept this. I'll accept that. So I think there's going to be a little shakeout period until we get this more um, set across the board Mm -hmm. for all of the states, but definitely for online, uh, for general notary work, I see online notarization becoming a bigger thing, but yay paper for signing agents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's encouraging because I think sometimes people can get overwhelmed by all, by all these different changes and, Mm -hmm. and the changes are coming. I mean, I don't say, I don't think we shouldn't prepare. I think that's why, that's why I have this podcast to help keep people up to date uh, and, and and a front of the changes that are happening in our industry. Another good point you made earlier, and and I unfortunately I think there are I think most of the people out there who are on YouTube trying to give advice on on being a better notary and building a business have really good advice, but there are some who do make at times I think claims that are a little, shall we say, over the top, Kendra. Uh, <laughs> so I think bringing a realistic point to it, which I which it seems like you're doing, is is refreshing. It's nice to hear it, and and I think the important is important key takeaway from all this is realizing this is a business and going into this career thinking of it as this is going to be a business hopefully long term I think it requires that kind of mindset to truly be successful long term right and yes we did have an unusual last two three years with COVID but that's not reality. And I think a lot of people are getting slapped in the face with it now, wondering what the heck is going on. This was so great. And now, but for someone like you and I, Kendra, who've been doing this for 15, 20 years, I mean, this is, this is the way it is. I mean, this is the way typically uh, the, the industry is and you have your ups and downs. But I think the important thing here is getting educated, getting trained. I think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are doing just that. And so you're our kind of people, I would think. But what would you say is the importance of getting properly trained and educated in this business? And what should should someone look for when they're looking to find a a mentor, someone to teach them? Because everybody learns different. Everybody teaches different, right? So uh, why is it so important? And what should they look for when when trying to get a mentor trained and, and, and that sort of thing? So it's important because these, these are important transactions, you know, most people only do what two, maybe three mortgage transactions in their entire lives. This is generally the biggest financial transaction and biggest financial investment that most people are making. And a lot of new signing agents don't realize just how touchy and finicky these documents are like, I'll hear people say one time, well, I just forgot one initial. Okay. But one initial <laughs> miss on a deed of trust right. delays the funding on the loan. And then, you know, it, it causes problems. I've done, I, I work with a builder. They literally, people have literally had their U-Hauls outside waiting for this signing to be over. Wow. And so if I make a mistake, that means they can't move in that day. 
And then they don't have anywhere else to live because they were planning on moving into their new home Mm -hmm. today. So now you've got mom, dad, grandma, cat, dog, and a U-Haul that they were supposed to return today. And it, and it just causes problems. I've had transactions where, you know, seller, they're a seller on one transaction and they're using that money to buy another trans, uh, another home. And so again, if I mess up the first transaction, that causes time problems, that causes financial problems, not just for them, but for the real estate agent, the mortgage company, the title company, please don't do that on the last day of their loan lock. Now they got to relock their loan and interest rates done went up, you know? So I think a lot of new signing agents don't understand that even the tiniest little mistake that you make can cause huge, huge issues for everybody else in this transaction. So, you know, getting training is important so that you can respectfully and properly complete this transaction so this person can have the smooth, happy outcome that they wanted. Um, And finding a mentor, and I will say, it it can be overwhelming because- Mm -hmm. There is no, you know, um, college that trainers go to. There is no, you know, list of certified trainers and that kind of stuff. So it really boils down to, and and like you also said, different people have different learning styles. I teach a particular way. The the way I teach doesn't work for everybody. I understand that. Um, So the the good thing is, is that, pretty much anybody that you're thinking about getting training from, mm-hmm. they should have a social media. They should have videos. They, you, you should be able to see how they teach. And I'll, I'll literally just have people tell me that, like the way you explained that just works for me, you know? So take your time and research, see if that trainer, if their style works for you. They should be giving you value even outside of their training program. You should be able to learn things just from the the free available content that they have out there. Are you actually learning anything? Are they telling you anything other than you can make $10,000 a month, (laughs) right? Right. That's cute. But again, are you teaching me anything outside of that? And then don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, if you're going to spend your money for, for training and you've got questions, don't be afraid to reach out to that person and, and ask them questions. I have people email me all the time and I will answer those questions for them. And again, sometimes the answers I give, they're like, yeah, that don't work for me. Right. <laughs> and other times they're like, oh yeah, this is perfect. So go into this, you know, like you would anything else and and take the time to do your research because just because they have a flashy social media just because they put together cute and funny TikToks, you know, nothing wrong with that. I do it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a good trainer or that they're, they are the right trainer for you. So take your time and do your research to find somebody who is going to be able to teach you and help help you reach the success that that you can reach. Excellent. Yeah. And for those of you who who, who are listening to the show and you, you, you like the way Kendra talks, you like the way she explains things, Kendra, give them maybe a little overview of what it is you teach, how you teach, who it might apply to, just so they get an idea of what it is you offer. Because I think training in general is is phenomenal. The more, the better. If if it's if it's if it makes sense for you, if it's if you're in the right place for that kind of training that you need. So, can you give us a little overview of what it is you do exactly when you train and teach your students? Absolutely. So again, signing agent basics, I start from the bottom. I get a lot of people saying, is this is this good for somebody who's brand new to being a signing agent? Absolutely. Okay. Even if you have no mortgage experience, no real estate experience, no notary experience, none of that. I, I'm going to teach you the basics that you need to get started. I teach you the basics of notarizations, how to properly fill out a notary certificate. I kind of teach you again. These are the things that you need to look out for as far as ID. Now, I'm not going to learn notary law for every state. I love y'all, but I'm not going (laughs) to learn your state's notary law. (laughs) But I will tell you, you need to find out what your state says about ID. You need to see what your state says about this, because these are the important things that you need to learn. Um, And then I give a basics on, you know, real estate and mortgage terms. There's a lot of terms that get thrown around that, again, if you're new to this industry, you have no clue what they are. So I teach you those terms. I give you the basics on loan documents, how I describe these documents to signers. So a lot of people are like, oh, how am I supposed to, you know, break all this stuff down? Well, there's a fine line. 
because we, we can give a description of a document, but it is not your job per se to explain a document. Right. And so one of the, the biggest things that I teach people is, you know, like if they say, what is my interest rate? You should be knowledgeable enough to know where in these documents to find their interest rate and point it out. And those are things that I teach you. If they say, why is this my interest rate? That's when you go, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you who you can call to get that answer. So, you know, realize that I, I help you learn what you can and cannot say um, so that you can get signers through signings smoothly. I teach you how to market for direct business. I give insight on how to optimize your profile on Snapdocs. Again, everybody loves signing up for Snapdocs. So, you know, you're gonna, most people are going to be on there right. and then they sign up and they're like, I'm not getting any requests. So I also kind of go through ways that can help you to improve your ranking on Snapdocs. I help teach people how to pass the NNA signing agent certification exam. People freak out over that exam. I don't know why. If you're watching or listening, please don't freak out over that exam. It's not that hard. It's you can not. easily pass it. But for the people who are concerned about that, I teach you how to easily pass that exam on the first try. Um, you know, I do uh, mock signings because that's another thing that I hear people saying all the time. Well, what, what actually happens? What's going to happen when I walk in? So I do a mock signing where I show you exactly what I do from beginning to end to kind of help you with that fear. I teach what I do to prep documents ahead of time. Um, signers are awesome. People are wonderful. I love them. They're amazing. But I don't want that signing to necessarily take any longer than it has to. So there are things that you can do to be prepared before you go to a signing to help it be smooth and easy. And, and you can get through it in a timely manner with the signers while you're there. So I teach you all of those things that I do um, to make those things easy. And this, these are things that I've learned trial and error. So you, you, you're getting the benefit of I've messed this up before. So this is how I do it now. So I don't mess that up anymore. Um, you know, we do monthly Q and A's for my students. So obviously there's questions that people may have that aren't directly covered in the training. Right. So we have the monthly Q and A sessions that are live where people can ask me live, Hey, I've got this question. I've got this issue. You know, what can I do, um, to, to, to correct this? And I go over that I'm reachable by email. I'm reachable in a Facebook group. Um, my students laugh because, if I hear the email alert on my phone, it almost doesn't even, it can be, I've answered an email at two o'clock in the morning. I've heard that cause, story. Cause the alert woke me up and I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me roll over and answer it. So, you know, <laughs> but, and I understand, you know, they were prepping docs for the next day. They were up They and it was funny cause they obviously weren't expecting an answer, but I was like, it woke me up. Why not? I'll give you an answer. But, you know, again, I give you the basics of everything that you need to know to get started as a notary, to get started as a signing agent, to market for direct business, to get through signings properly. I give you advice on, you know, payment, because that's another thing that people who are looking at being self-employed don't real. They're like, OK, I'm, I'm a signing agent. How do I get paid? Right. <laughs> like, that's oh. important to know. And to realize that not all companies pay the same. I give steps on things that you can do to vet companies so that you don't end up working for a company that doesn't pay you in, in the end. Because a lot of people were like, that can happen. Unfortunately, it can. You know, there are unscrupulous companies out there and you want to avoid those companies. So I teach how to avoid the best that you can those types of companies out there. And, and I'm always adding new things in as I get questions and I see things are kind of a pattern. I'm always adding new things into the training to help the students. The biggest I don't want to say problem or thing that students say is they're like, there's too much information. <laughs> they're like, it's overwhelming. You're giving us way too much. But I'm like, I promise you, one of these things, you're, you're going to need some or all of this at some point in your signing agent career, because these are things that I've literally done and run into um, over the years. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's what you talked about earlier. It's what we talk about uh, on the show. It's taking your business serious. And mm -hmm. this is the kind of stuff a business owner does. And, you know, we're all in, 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 the, in the notary business to make money, to make a profit. You know, you know you're, the notary business is not super exciting and sexy. We sign paperwork and we put a stamp on it. Yeah. I mean, that's in essence, if you boil it down to its essentials, that's what we do. But what's so attractive about this industry and why Kendra and I love it so much is that it gives us it's again, it's a means to an end, whatever that 
goal, whatever that value you're trying to achieve is. But you don't do it for free. It's not charity. We trade value for value. This is how the world works. Win-win relationships is what I always say. And so just like Kendra, she puts the time and effort and energy into creating something that is valuable to people. You know, she, she needs, she, the value should be reciprocated. So, but in saying that, I want to also say that I appreciate you guys listening to the show and spending your last 44 minutes with us. And, and, and hopefully you've enjoyed what we've had to say. But as part of that, Kendra has been very generous and she says, you know, if your listeners want to get involved if they want to if they find that after doing their own research working with me is in their best interest i'm going to help them out a little bit i'm going to give them a little bit of discount so you want to talk about that discount you were talking about earlier kendra absolutely so i've actually got three levels to my training program um but i found that my middle level is actually the most popular level so i was like since that's the one people like that's the one i want to give a discount on i call it my exclusive level um and with that you get access to all of my recorded video training you get access to the monthly group q a's you get access to all of the recorded q a's there's probably about 20 or 30 hours of just recorded q a information on there two sets of sample documents, a signing agent list to or a signing service list to sign up with. Um, and you have unlimited access to ask me questions via email um, and in our Facebook group. And by the way, that access never expires. So I started my training program in 2019. Mm-hmm. I occasionally have students even from 2019 who will message me and they have the kind of, you know, questions that four, four and five year old signing agents have like, you know, I've got a choice between working with this title company and this title company. What should I do? Like, I love those, but they'll, they'll email me for advice on different things. And I'm saying all that to say it, it, your access to me doesn't expire because I understand that as you mature as a signing agent, you're going to have still more questions. So you all, all of the access to all of this information and to me never expires. Um, The normal price for that is $2.99. But for those folks who are listening to the podcast, I am doing a discount with $50 off on that. So it's just going to be $249. Is my math right? Yes. (laughs) And then um, with the exclusive level, I also um, offer a separate remote online notarization training. So normally when people buy that uh, exclusive level, I include the RON training for $75 more. So it the normal price for the exclusive level with the RON training is $374, but again, I'm going to offer $50 off for everyone who is listening um, to the show. Now on the RON training, I basically teach you how to get set up as a remote online notary from the ground up, teach you what are all these terms? What's a digital certificate? What's, you know, knowledge-based authentication? What's this? What's that? I tell you where to go to get these different things that you're going to need. I help teach you how to select the right platform for you. And this is actually one of the things that my teaching style is a little bit different. I'm not one of those teachers that says, do this or do that. What I like to do, I want to teach you how to fish. I want to teach you how to look at your different options to figure out which option is right for you. So I teach you how to determine what platform is going to be right for you because not all online notarization platforms are the same. So you want to select the best platform for you. I teach you the different things that you need to do legally to make sure that you're not getting in trouble when you're doing these online notarizations. There's certain verbiage that you need to use. There's certain verbiage that needs to be on your notary certificates. And, you know, of course, we always want to do everything legally no matter what. But you got to realize when you're doing an online notarization and you miss something legally that you should have done, there's like a whole video recording of you miss it. So you you definitely (laughs) don't want to mess up on an online notarization. It's very important that you do those properly. And I have a marketing masterclass even in that Ron class that teaches you how to market for online notarization business. So again, just like, you know, we want to market a particular way for signing agent business. There's some other things that you can do and some other secrets that you can use to market for online notarization business because my marketing techniques are a little bit different 
um, between the two. So I teach you the different ways that you can market for online business. So I do have people who want the exclusive level and they want the remote online notarization training. So again, the regular price on that is $374, but I do give 50 bucks off for you Ooh, people who listen to Abraham because y'all are so smart. Like, why would you not listen to this guy? Whoa, like, wow. Wow. <laughs> We should have started with that. That was great. <laughs> well, Kendra, I, I love your energy. I can tell how enthusiastic you are about what you do. I mean, when I asked you about it, you just lit up. You're like, oh, my gosh, I do this. I love doing that. It's great. So for those of you who are interested and you feel this might be a good fit, I will put all that information and the links to those offers in the show notes or the description below. So go look out for those if, you, uh, if you're interested. You something else, Kendra? Yes, I do want to add, uh, if we can put the link to, I have a free YouTube video okay. where I give how to describe the top five documents in a loan package. So again, this don't cost you anything. If you're thinking about being a signing agent, please, I want you to learn at least if you learn nothing else from me, please learn how to describe these documents. So it's going to be the notice of right to cancel, closing disclosure, note, payment letter, and deed. If that's all you know, then you will be a better signing agent than a lot of folks who are out there. And those five documents generally answer the questions that the majority of signers have when they are in a signing. And so because those documents are so important, again, I, I teach people how to describe those for free. So, you know, if you if you want to get an idea of my style of how I describe documents to signers, and if you want to know how to describe these documents in a way that will answer signers' questions and help your signing go smoothly, please check that video out. That's great. Yeah, send me the link and I'll put it in the notes so people can access that. And then if they do want to follow you on social media and all these places, what, 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 how can they find you? I am Signing Agent Basics everywhere. I'm not going to say everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. LinkedIn. I think that's where I'm at. Yes. All those places. If you just type in signing agent basics, you will see me. And if you guys follow her, her Instagram, she's got the fun, the funniest <laughs> posts, man. They're, I don't know how you come up with that stuff. This is my life, sir. <laughs> Every one of those posts, this is my life. <laughs> I wonder how long you spend to crap those things. They're just so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, guys, that's so that's the end of our show. Now, I do want to say, I, I, first of all, I, as, as always, I value your guys' attention. If you guys have any questions for me that you want to reach out, say hello, ask me any ideas for the show, you can always contact me at contact at notarybusinesstalk.com. Uh, notary uh, other than that, I really appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, be well, take care, and stay productive. Until next time, guys. Bye now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.